Well, our moms think we're funny. Alice Braga as the doctor that's not really a doctor. <laughs> I stopped renewing my... I, I'm not, that, 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 that's okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Blue, okay. Blue Hunt, yeah. Henry Zagabaga. Uh, that, <laughs> Adam... Boom! <laughs> <laughs> and Adam Beach as himself. This was so stupid. Okay, so if Ilyana could teleport, how, why does she always go back there? Yeah. Like, she could just teleport out. And she could teleport any of them out at any time. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that the Forceful didn't go underground. So... And the whole conflict is just, like, this chick's mutant powers to create shit that other people are afraid of. Yeah, I mean, her, her power is that she brings your fear to life and it manifests, but it's, it's just an illusion. It's all in your head. So then the Doctor never died if it was all in her head, right? No, because, uh, because, uh... Oh, the, the 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 bear, um, it it was Marilyn Manson, voice of smiling man. Yeah, he uh, he recorded one yell. Chris no. Claremont, Bob McLeod, and Bill Sienkiewicz, uh, the real MVPs of the shit show. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, they how dare they put their names on there and be like, "Hey, man, it's dedicated to you." Like, pro- no, yeah, they probably didn't want no. their names on. So I know Sienkiewicz had some kind words about this, but man, can be wrong. I think it's just being nice because he's a nice guy. And, and and I'm sure I'm sure the people that worked on this movie worked really hard on it, and uh, you're like, oh yeah, this food is stylist. But um, so the demon bear is not tied to her like to her mutant bear powers. It's something is tied to her fear, but it's an actual demon bear. So it's just a real ass demon bear that yes. wiped out her town. Well, it killed her. Uh, her. Uh, <sighs> it killed her parents because her grandfather was killed by the um, the Hellfire Club. Okay. And he sent her to go live with Xavier, but she didn't want to live with Xavier. She was like, the white man's never done anything for us. I don't know why he trusted a white man to take care of me and stuff after white men killed him. And she's like, he was like, you seem to have a real problem with white men. Uh, <laughs> you might have to explore your mind to find out why. But uh, anyway, th- so, so basically she was the villain of the story. Yes, but because she manifested the smiling man and all that shit. Well, the doctor so, was the hero. Okay. So in the, in this movie, yes, because, because, the demon bear is is her own fear, but is is her mutant power mani- manifesting itself on herself, which doesn't make any sense at all. Maybe like Cyclops's like optic blast, uh, like eating away at him from the inside. Yeah, like if his optic blast just blew off his eyelids. Right. Like uh, this movie was stupid bad. This was bad. This was really really bad. It was it was exactly as bad as I was expecting. And I have I have to know like. Like she, like Ileana said, if none of these nightmares and stuff started happening until Ileana got there, how come none of them put that together beforehand? Like, I was doing really well with my recovery until here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, man. God, this was a shit show. Oh, man. They did have dialect coaches. Ileana, Rain, and Sam had dialect coaches. They did a bad job. Why didn't your dialect coach go, hey, you know what, you need to be a little more consistent with the accent. You're, you're only speaking with a Russian accent like a third of the time at best. Well, because I don't think they're there on the set when they're filming. They're just helping them like... Um, then they got gypped. <laughs> I think it's kind of like, remember that, remember that guy... Dialect training is complete. <laughs> remember that guy that was doing the uh, the sign language for like the Olympics or something? And he didn't know sign language, remember that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Making> shit up. <laughs> 
Apparently there was a sign language person for one of Biden's speeches doing the same thing. <laughs> Just, like, saying whatever the fuck she wanted to. Didn't match up with his speech at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they had dialect coaches so much as, like, it was like, I'm from Kentucky. I can teach me how to talk like me. And it was like, okay, you're hired. And it was like, uh, hi, I'm Yakov Smirnov. I teach her like Russian, like me. And it was like, okay, you're hired. But like all, none of, they're, they're not as good as any of that. Like Yakov Smirnov had a way better accent than she did. She only spoke with an accent like a third of the time. But here's the funny thing is that uh, Roberto didn't have, didn't have an accent, and he's from Brazil. <laughs> and he's the only he, guy that didn't have an accent. Yeah, he, he should have had one. And he didn't have a dialect coach. That's why. <laughs> but like, I mean, like, I, I can't get, I can't get it down. I mean, she'd be all like, "Oh, look at me, I'm so Russian." And then she'd just like turn to the camera and be like, "Man, I sure hate the red man." <laughs> no accent. It's like so fucking stupid. So, Bayou Bakshuji, Bayushki, Bayou. I gotta look something up here real quick because I'm like. Oh, man, this, this movie. I mean, there's a reason why this movie didn't come out for like two years. Um, God, that was so bad. It was, it was, it was. See footage from Logan? Yeah. From, uh, from Buffy. So they, they threw in the Buffy thing just because of the smiley face people. Yeah, like, cause those were the creepy, the creepy men. Which, which doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I think it was just like a, a little tip of the hat, a little tribute thing. But I mean, to, to what though? Like, hashtag stand with Joss. Oh. Like, hey, if he harassed those bitches, it's because they deserved it. And Ray Fisher's like, I- I'm not a bitch. <laughs> it's like, oh, he sexually harassed her? Well, what was she wearing? You know, it was, it was one of those kind of moments. I, I liked it. Well, you know what? You know, if she didn't want to be sexually harassed, she shouldn't have been walking around his house in that negligee. He gave that to me! He told me, he said, put it on, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I think that's why the Buffy the Vampire thing was in there. I mean, I I know it's supposed to be tied to, like, those creatures, whatever, looking someone, but that's that's a super connection. Well, I mean, it was just their way of saying this is, like, where we got the idea. (laughs) Hmm. God bless America. This was just a train wreck. I mean, I guess I guess I can say, like... Not, well, not even the special effects were all that impressive. The bear looked like shit. Yeah. The bear was some of the worst CG I've seen in years. I mean, I'm, I'm always very, very harshly critical of CG because, like... Lord of the Rings came out, you know, 20 years ago. And holy shit, the CG still holds up. Well, it's wet. It did a great job. Yeah, it's like it still looks good. So it's like if in two thousand one they can drop CG that looks that good, you have no excuse not to. I don't disagree. So yeah, like if if your bear looks like it strolled off the set of Veggie Tales, then fuck you. <laughs> so okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna put this out there. Um, I noticed in the soundtrack one of the songs uh, was by Tegan and Sarah, mm-hmm. right? Which is a a well-known, I wanted to make, before I spoke, I wanted to make sure before I, I kind of you know, you know, spoke out of turn here, which is a well-known like indie rock band and uh, and the, 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 the two women are gay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, did you, 
pick the song because you know it's a good song that match with that? Or is it just like, oh, we've got this theme we're running in here. So <laughs> let's pick a song from a gay rock band uh-huh. to put in here to be like, see? It's like our singers are gay and you should feel gay. Right. And... It's okay uh, to be gay, so let's hang with the boys in a gay way. I mean, the, the movie does not come across as genuine in any fashion at all. Mm. Nothing about it seems genuine. And like it and they're like shoehorning themes in there it, and plots it, that don't match. It didn't feel like they were fans of the source material. No, not at me. all. And I mean may, maybe they are, I don't know, but it just it didn't feel like that. And we've talked about this with so many other things that like you watch you watch an actual MCU Marvel movie. And you can tell that they love the source material. Mm-hmm. So you can tell the guys who made Ragnarok loved Jack Kirby. And that's all I ask for out of a movie like Ragnarok. Oh, hell yeah. And, and so... That movie bleeds Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful. So, I mean, just like... I, I just... I watch this and it's like... I don't pick up any enthusiasm for the source material. And based off of your reaction, like, none of the characters are on point. None of them are acting the way they're supposed to act. None of them have the right personalities. None of them are even utilizing their powers the way they're supposed to be utilized. Not at all. So, I mean, like, me coming into this not having any familiarity with the new mutants, it's like, it seems like this just flopped horribly. Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, I, I knew of Lockheed because of Kitty Pride, but... Uh, but that, mean, that's her dragon. Yeah, it has like, nothing to do with Ilyana. It's Kitty Pride's dragon. Yeah, it's like, just not, none of it made any sense. But, okay, so they don't... They don't tell you what Ilyana's mutant power is, which is which is the stepping disc, right? Yeah. They they don't tell you what what her mutant power is, but then she's got the soul sword, and they make it seem like that's her mutant power when it's not. That's because she got that from Belasco. So you have this whole power and this ability that is not tied to anything at all, and you just put it out there and just like let people just like. I don't know, guess on it, but like, I guess it's like, why would she have so much power? Like, I can yeah. do this and I can do this. And, and then did you notice that, um, when she went into, into limbo, she brought, um, like Lockheed turned into a real dragon. Yeah. When they were fighting the dragon outside of limbo, Lockheed was still fighting. Yeah. The bear. Yeah. But, but no, you're not in limbo anymore. Right. Right. So he should be Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah. He should be. It's just like they. Oh, that's yeah. what they should do. They should do. Fast and Furious presents Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> I can see it working. And just just replace the two of them with, with Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Spaceman Spiff and yeah. Hey, but anyway, um. So I I I know I've been drawing a lot of parallels to Christian with this shit, but um, you know, Chris was originally born Christopher and changed his name to Christian because he went to see one of those animatronic bears over Christmas time. Mm-hmm. That you know they would like go around singing Christmas carols and shit, and the animatronic guy, the guy like uh, puppeteering the animatronic, misheard his name and started calling him Christian, and that's why he changed his name. Uh, oh, because because his name is Chris Chan, and he's like he's like, and what's your name, little boy? And he's like, Chris Chan, Christian. <laughs> hey, Christian, want me to sing a song for you? Well, no, he he said Christopher, but he just like he said it in a really autistic way. He's like. Oh, Christopher, and I was like, oh, Christian? <laughs> wow, so, that, so <laughs> which was autistic in this conversation? Everybody, <laughs> sorry. Everybody in the Christian saga is autistic as all hell. There, there, there are no heroes in this story. But anyway, all that to say, for years, like, he would say, you know, my, my name was given to me by God and the bear. By God and the bear. Yeah, because he believed that that bear would, like, assigned him this name, Christian. So I just, I find it ironic that they have this omnipowerful 
bear who's like fucking everybody's shit up after we like had all these bits making fun of Christian in this movie. It's like the God bear's coming. <laughs> wow. Um, so is BJ McKay then Christian's God? Um, well, God, Jesus is Christian's God, or it was until he decided. That- so you said God and the bear. So saying BJ McKay and his best friend bear, <laughs> BJ and the bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's a show I can't get enough of. Not that they can't get enough of, but man, his monkey. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so Sam's arm is broken, mm-hmm. I guess because he was trying to fly. And since they don't know how his powers work, somebody broke it, like, came into his room one night and broke his arm. He's like, see, that's because you're trying to fly. You can't fly with a broken wing, baby bird. <laughs> Which maybe that was like supposed to be the symbolism there. Maybe. Right? You can't fly with a broken wing. Uh, but uh, he like used his casted arm to break open the, the fire extinguisher. So even that shit's not consistent. And and the, I don't know, like this whole story takes place over what four days, something like that. Um, and and we don't know how long his arm has been broken, but the bruises on his face have healed up by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That didn't make any sense. Nope. Um, you know, it, and you're you're so you you're trying so hard to. Fit this in and make this thing in, make this thing in. But again, you have the Brazilian guy looking as fucking white as possible, which Roberto <laughs> doesn't look anything like that. Nothing like that in the comic book. And I mean, and I'm not trying to like make fun of the guy because I mean, he might actually really be Brazilian, right? It's great. I think he might be. But the comic book character doesn't look anything like that. And if you're going to fucking tell me, well, they don't have to look just like they do in the comic book. Fucking look at Anna Taylor Joy. Look, look at Macy Williams. You tried so hard to make them look like the character, but when it came to him, we're like, "Hell no! We already got the Indian. We don't need another. We don't need another goddamn minority in this movie." I just, to me, it's it's just it's disappointing to me that like this is a superhero movie for all intents and purposes. It takes place in the X Men franchise. This is a superhero movie. The most exciting thing that we see should not be two lesbians kissing. Yeah. It should be the superhero action. But that was infinitely more boring <laughs> than the scene where the lesbians kissed. I'm just saying. Yeah. And, like, the stuff... Uh, I, I will, to the credit, say that the laughing men were creepy as all hell. And and those... Okay, so I know we were talking through a lot the movie a lot. Even we got subtitles on. And I don't understand why these subtitles um, for... HBO Max are so small. Yeah, yeah. God, those things are freaking tiny. <laughs> you can't know how you use them. It's like a yeah, it's like it's like a like a South Park Chinaman's dick. <laughs> what? I'm not I'm not being racist. It's South Park. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Chin <laughs> Pokemon. It's just in any time like racism in South Park is brought up, I think about Kyle's mom is a big fat bitch and how she is extremely racist that one segment was. Talk to the kids around the world. Am I go a little bit something like this? <laughs> so I just the uh, just everything they, about this fell short. Yeah, so you have them this big ass facility that's not being used. That I mean, I get that. Okay, it's a big facility because it's meant to hold a lot of people, but it's not holding a lot of people. You don't have any power dampeners in there, so they can use their powers whenever they want to. They really could just wreck shit. So let's say that Sam was like, you know what? I am so tired of this shit, right? And he just started like 
like blasting through everything and just knocking down walls, destroying all the equipment. Well, you can't really have a hospital facility if I destroy all the equipment. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're like, well, you have to stay here to to get better, and or else, like, if you leave now, the, the authority's going to want you. Well, you tell me you're trying to make me into an X-Men, so how are you going to clear my name after I quote-unquote get better? Mm-hmm. Why can't I just leave now and say I'm better? Like, if the authorities are after me, how the fuck am I going to be an X-Men anyway? They, right. they know where we stay. They know all about, like, Xavier's school and where it's located. Yeah, and, you know, there are people that have committed crimes, or, let's say, not committed crimes, say, people that have been, uh, have been... Uh, found guilty of crimes, gone to prison, served their time, have gotten out of prison, and people still be like, fuck you, asshole. Mm-hmm. Right? So, even if this guy completed his rehabilitation and he walked out of there with like a big, huge, like, uh, the diploma of like, I'm sane, people aren't gonna be like, oh, okay, well, you're good now. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. It, uh, it's, it, Oh, it was just a bad movie. And, and, um, and they're all the thing, they're all stupid too. Every one of them is stupid. It's a classic idiot plot. And then like and I gotta get back to the Wolfsbane thing, like like So she had the 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 W because <laughs> the guy branded her like upside down. And, <laughs> and I I get it. In the heat of the moment, you're not always thinking clearly. And, you know, you're like, oh, I'm just so excited. Like, I haven't branded anybody in a long time. It's been two long months since I branded me a bitch. Not to mention the fact that, you know, once he found out all this stuff, like either because she was gay or she was a werewolf or she was a mutant or whatever, he then still had to be like, you know what? She needs to be branded. I'm sorry. Yeah. She needs to be branded, and he's like, "I gotta go and get, get go to the Iron Rooks, and I need me a brand with a big W, no, an M, no, it, make it universal." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and as fat as he was, they could have been like a nice like team, like Shrek and Donkey. It could have yeah. been like Priest and Werewolf. Yeah, come along, Rain. It's like you miserable doggy, flea bitten cur. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. The, yeah, the, I mean, and the thing is, I know that sh- that for her, like, she was all turned around. Uh, in, in comic books, she been, was taken taken in by this priest. And then when her mutant abilities kicked in, he like went all cuckoo for cocoa puffs on her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, she was the only father she had, and of course, he just raised her with like the whole Catholic thing, just you know, just just pushed down on her. So when her abilities kicked in, then she thought that she was evil, and he's telling her that she's evil, and then he tried to kill her and all that kind of stuff. But up until that point, though, I know that she felt safe being with him because she's like, you know, I know he would never hurt me because I'm not a 12-year-old boy. So it was... (laughs) Even though he apparently was cutting her hair to look like one. (laughs) He tried. He put a real effort into that. (laughs) Bloody hell, it's not the same. (laughs) So, uh, God, this movie is just so bad. And... It, it had the potential to be so good, but you know what? All you know, of the X Men movies have had the potential to be good. That, that's that's exactly where I was going to go with it next. Is that I cannot fault this movie for carrying on in the tradition of the other X Men movies. If it had come out to be a good movie, I'd be like, "This isn't an X Men movie. Yeah, this isn't an X Men movie at all." It would have been shocking, right? Like, so I mean, like they they've all sucked since uh, X Men Three, X Two. I mean, I didn't hate X-Men 3. It was not as good as the first two. Oh, I'll agree with you on that. Uh, X, X3, to me, is... It has one good line. Um, and 
that's it for me. Oh, no, sorry. I'm the juggernaut bitch. Oh, God, I fucking hated that one. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. <laughs> it, no, it was, I'm sorry, there, there were, well, I love the fact that Kelsey Grammer was Beast. Love that. Mm-hmm. It was the scene when Mystique got hit with the uh, with the anti mutant darts. Oh yeah, and you're like you're not one of us now, right? And you yeah. leave you behind. That was awesome. And the other thing I like was when they're fighting and Beast is like, you know, and he's quoting us. Ah, oh, you get the idea. And I yeah. love that. That was great. But other than that, and he, he actually did say, "Oh my stars and garters," which yeah, is a, yeah. which is a, a it's a uh, Hank uh, Hank McCoy thing. So like like all of that was great. The other hour and 40 <laughs> minutes was just shite yeah it, it it did fall short compared to the first two but i mean i'm just saying i didn't absolutely hate it it's not like the rest of them that i absolutely hated so uh oh the i'm sorry there was one other scene that i liked which is when magneto's moving the golden gate bridge and uh he looks over at the woman and he locks her car yeah, door locks her car door i was thought that, that was funny was that three yeah oh i thought that was one of the first two no. yeah that, that's that's pretty good but yeah, I mean, and Juggernaut's not a fucking mutant. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's the Juggernaut bitch. Yes. Um, and Deadpool's not a mutant either. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, just they just don't know what they're doing with these characters. That I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like you would think that it's just such a an embarrassment of resources and story springboards and really really well fleshed out characters that like it'd be kind of hard to fuck up mm-hmm. but i mean they just don't know what they're doing with them because everything I and mean, yeah well like for for the sake of conversation yeah we'll say everything past x2 has just been shit so so looking at this movie the point of this movie was okay um we found these mutants we brought them here and we're trying to psychologically tell them that they're 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 bad for having these powers to help them to control them, and we're telling them that they that once they get control they can be X Men. But really, I want to turn them into killers. But I don't actually run any kind of program <laughs> like like the Red Room to teach them to be killers. Yeah. Like nothing, anything is like in the Red Room. They start them out at a very young age. Mm-hmm. You're grabbing these kids like six. Of course, after the mutant the the mutant powers kicked in. But you grab some of them with like 18, like 17, 18 years old, and then you're trying to program them and turn them into killers, but you're actually also not teaching them exactly how to use their powers. There's no training next to a cannonball, like hooking him up, himself up to like a tether so he can fly around in a fucking circle, like yeah. a, like a merry-go-round. Like, like, you're, not gonna, you're not going to learn control over it doing that. No. So of course he, like he crashed when he's trying to like do, like, like move and turn and stuff like that because he's tethered to like... And then there's no one there saying, okay, like, all right, you know, uh, like Sam, uh, let's try this. No, he's on his own while the doctor's in there jerking off in front of the cameras and stuff going, <laughs> oh, I got me some mutants. And like, I'm like, so, and then like, like Ilyana just, you know, I'm just here for the first shits and giggles because I can leave anytime I want to because your force fields can't keep me in. Which she could have done when they were, when she like put them all in their own little bubbles, mm-hmm. but she didn't because apparently she forgot how our powers work. Because her only real power is the sword. That's right. not a power. And she didn't call the sword out to cut through that because it can cut through every fucking thing else. But apparently not those force fields. So goddamn stupid. And then she drugged her with what? Because apparently she can just freely get into like the medicine, the cabinet in the infirmary. 
and drug her with something. But she didn't really drug her. She just lulled her to sleep somehow with like a Russian lullaby. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what she what she spiked her with. But... Th- that she woke up as soon as the alarm went off. Like, what? what? Right. Yeah, okay, so here's a thing. The other day, I was so tired. I have a... Uh, I have my, my, my clock radio alarm mm-hmm. that's set for 5 and 5.30. Mm-hmm. I have Alexa set <laughs> with two uh, with, with two alarms, one for 5.30 and one for 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then I have my phone set with a 5.30 as well. <laughs> the other day, I slept through all five of them. Nice. And when I, when I say slept through, I didn't sleep through them because I turned them all off. Like I said, Alexa, stop. Right. Twice. <laughs> I reached over to my phone and, t- and hit it and turned it off. Like I tapped the screen once to act to make it come live and then I hit the button again to turn it off. All your sleep. Right. And then I didn't <laughs> snooze my alarm. I turned all those off all while asleep. And I wasn't oh. drugged. I was just fucking tired. Yep. She's drugged and the alarm goes off and she's up like Johnny Rocket. Like Sh-boom. what the fuck? Yeah. Oh God, this movie was freaking bad and maybe i'm just nitpicking here but it seems stupid that it's like that illy's like oh i drugged her we can do whatever we want we can have our big party scene and everybody's running around and like in water skiing in the halls and all that shit and she's just in her room spray painting the walls right like that's you were fucking vandalizing shit in the middle of the day out in the open before you didn't need the, the doctor to be asleep to do that and and where did you get the spray paint? Was that was that on the order? Of like, okay, delivery trucks coming next week. Guys, mark down what you want. Black spray paint. I mean, like, where 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 like, where did you get that? Or did, like, or did you use your your stepping disc to go and go to the store and steal something and come back? In which case, why did you fucking come back? <laughs> and like, yeah, it, it showed her spray painting shit. We never got to see what she spray painted, and it's like, oh, that's not relevant to the plot. But it's she's, like she spray painted this movie. Sucks shit. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to put this on camera. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not relevant to the plot, but it could have helped reveal a little bit more about her character outside of, oh, she's a vandal. Right. Like, it, it's just it's just sloppy filmmaking. Just terrible, terrible movie. Yeah, this guy's movie's just bad. Donald fucking Trump could have made a better X-Men movie than this. <laughs> it would have been called it The New Trumps. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, like, no conflict anywhere in it. It's like... Yeah, I, I had a bear in me. I had a bear that, you know, it's a good bear and a bad bear. And I never fed the bad bear. Never fed the bad bear. I only fed the good bear. That's it. Credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trump, I'm from Kentucky. Kentucky, coal state. Gonna bring you back. Gonna bring coals coming back. I don't want to work in a coal mine. It's coming back. You're gonna have a job again. Working deep. Digging coal deep. Hundreds of miles, hundreds of miles deep near the Earth's surface, near where it's really warm, so you won't need to wear any heavy clothing there. It'll be right there. <laughs> King Kong, Godzilla, right there. That's where you'll be digging coal. I really don't want to work in coal, sir. And plus, I got these powers. Mutant powers. It's wrong. It's bad. Bruce Wayne's gonna help me get help people with the mutant powers and everything. Here's some money. Money will help with your mutant powers. I, I don't have any mutant powers myself. Definitely don't have any mutant powers. They're awful, awful things. <laughs> Like I'm from Brazil. Who let you out of your cage? <laughs> you tell me right now. How did you get out of that cage? Uh, well, my father owns this company. Brazil, great place. Love it. The people, wonderful. <laughs> Birdo here. I know. I don't know why. Like my my Donald Trump is like turning to Christopher Walken. <laughs> Birdo here. Good is Christopher Walken's playing Trump in this movie. Rich, love him. Lots of money. Great place. 
tans, excellent tans, the parade, Rich women, <laughs> half naked. <laughs> you two have decided you two are lesbians. Make out. Just go right ahead. Make out now. This is a judgment-free place. I am the least judgmental person in this room. You two just go right ahead and make out. It's fine. They still make Polaroids? I want a Polaroid. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got one of the old camcorders. It's like just the big film reels. Just <laughs> He'd be best friends with Ilyana because she's Russian. <laughs> uh, this one I like. This one I like a lot. You can get us out of this school, can't you? Hack the system. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> he was in there with them. <laughs> <laughs> We need to control your Twitter habits. <laughs> this tweet has not been sent yet. I need to send the tweet. Fight it. Fight it. You don't have to send it. That's your mutant ability talking to you. <laughs> I want this to happen. <laughs> and he just, he just slips out. Must send tweets! Like a shockwave goes out. <laughs> like Zack Snyder Superman. The lasers shoot out of his eyes and it's just a little Twitter icon. <laughs> spreads over the earth. <laughs> and then you, and you see just tweets just going everywhere. <laughs> like, no, it's impossible. They took away his account. He's like, like phones that don't even have like Twitter on it. I'll just see the icon just forms on the thing and then just like lights up and... <laughs> <laughs> and shoots out. Just the little, just the little chimes going off on the phones across the world. And then, like, it, like the power encompasses him, like the dark phoenix. It's just, it's just the Twitter logo, but it's like it's around him, like the dark phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like lawnmower man. All the phones going off at the same time. <laughs> God, I forgot about that ending. That was actually kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love lawnmower man. <laughs> Look around your world, pretty baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. All the kids are trying to warn him about the doctors. Like, no, we really think the doctor's evil. We think she's trying to like hypnotize this and be in killer. It's like, no, no, I've known the doctor for years. Wonderful woman, wonderful woman, very professional, very knowledgeable of the medical field. It's like, yeah, but she tried to kill Danny. He's like, I don't know the doctor. Never seen her before in my life. I'd never heard of this woman. Maybe Danny asked her to do it. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Danny, I mean, kind of crazy. My immediate question is, what was Danny wearing at the time? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. We think she might have killed all the people. I like Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how those Indians are. <laughs> like, they're always trading stuff. That's why they call them Indian traders. They're always giving stuff back. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe an F5 tornado wouldn't have wiped out the reservation if they hadn't been doing the rain dances. I don't know. I don't know. We came to America, asked them to hold our place in line here till we got back from England. We come back and they say, well, this is their place. We know it's not their place. It was always our place. (laughs) Crooked Hillary created the tornado that wiped out her reservation. I did not do this. This was all Hillary. Ah, uh, yeah, we, we could we could have made a much better movie than this. Such a better movie, <laughs> even with all the stupid Trump and Christian <laughs> shit, it would have been a better movie. I mean, I, like I said, I really don't know what the point of all this was, and why why did it have to be one? It wasn't a horror movie at all, which I kept saying this would be a horror movie. It wasn't <laughs> why a horror did it movie. Have to be this way. It wasn't psychological at all. Like it, I I didn't understand what the point of all these people were, and why again? Why are they so goddamn stupid? 
it's just an idiot plot. They have to be stupid. Yeah, it, it really is. Because if it, if it weren't an idiot plot, if they weren't all idiots, then one of them would have said, Hey, Ilyana, you can teleport. Teleport us the fuck out of here. Right. Like, in, end of movie. Roll credits. Well, no one told you life was gonna be this way. And then we don't have... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I had my phone in my hand at the time. <laughs> I mean, like, the, it, that's why everybody's stupid in this movie. Because if they weren't, it wouldn't be a movie. So, if I were going to do a New Mutants movie with these characters, and, um, I mean, you, you want to, you want to bring the demon bear, for, first off, if you're going to do a movie with these characters and not directly tie it into the X-Men, even though they were, because Roberto mentions Professor Xavier. Mm -hmm. So, we know that it's not the Logan era, even though they're portraying it as the Logan era. Um, like, we know it's current, but, also, if you remember in uh, Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. like in Dark Phoenix, like the X-Men are no longer seen as good people anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, like, no, I don't want to join them. It's like, uh, you got some Avengers going on there? I don't know. <laughs> but you take them and you put them in that world, but pull them away. So let's say that, that you, you have those guys there and, um, Xavier's got his own thing. So let's say Xavier's got his thing here. It's like, there are more mutants out there. We don't bring them, bring them to this school because mm-hmm. of everything that's going on. We've got to get the school back under control. Got to try to start to, to reshape public opinion of us again. But we still have mutants out there that need protecting, that need to, you know, that need to be taken care of. So I'm going to start a separate underground school for those people, mm-hmm. you know, so they can get what they need and then we can integrate them into the, the, the Xavier school, uh, like, uh, once we get everything taken care of. And just like after Xavier died and they split off into two schools, you had the Jean Grey school and then you had the Xavier school. Uh, and so you could then make the Jean Grey school, you know, um, you can even make it Gray Malkin Academy if you wanted to, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Put somebody in charge of that, that, uh, like, um, you could take some of the, some of the people from the, um, from the, uh, from the, the, uh, Newman's comic book or the X-Men comic book, the people that were, um, that weren't your 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 main X Men characters. Yeah, hell, you could even um you could even bring in um some people from the like the, the past or whatever. But, but you can bring in the Irish chick, hmm? the Scottish chick, or whoever she was. Who a siren? Uh, no, no, like the siren's girlfriend. Siren's girlfriend. Siren have a girlfriend. No, the, like in the early issues, work with me here. Um, the early issues, there was that Scottish housekeeper lady, and Banshee. Banshee was a... Moira McTaggart? Yeah, yeah. Bring her in. Well, I, you can't because they, they established... Mo- didn't they establish Moira as being working with the government in the first X-Men, in X-Men First Class? Did they? That's so fucking stupid. Then wasn't she the one that went to them and then they mind-wiped her and then in the end of the one, he Xavier in uh, Dark Phoenix, he had to go like, oh yeah, sorry, I mind-wiped you so you wouldn't remember all the stuff that happened in the very first movie and all that kind of stuff, That right? sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, just uh, leave it to them to ruin everything. God damn it. But then, but then you take them and you keep them in a separate deal, right? So then you've got them, like, you got uh, Roberto, you got uh, Rain, you got Danny, and you got Sam. And then uh, if you wanted, if you wanted to bring in, uh, was it Xi'an? Right, you could bring her in too, or you could bring in like Doug Ramsey. Doug Ramsey would be a great person to bring into there. All right, so then they find out about the girl who has the the teleportation thing that uh, kicked in and teleported, and and like the her because she doesn't know how to control her powers, the portal opened up and she disappeared and it stayed open because she doesn't know how to close it. Yeah, people have gone into the portal, they haven't come back out. 
<laughs> but we know that she's a mutant, and we know that she must still be alive with the portal still open. So someone's got to go in there and save her, stop anybody else from going in there, because now it's getting to the point where, like, what they want to do is, like, send something destructive into the portal. Mm-hmm. They go in there after, because you can't send the X-Men in. They go in there after, plus, with them being teenagers, her being a teenager, right, you think they're going to, they'll be able to kind of talk to them a little bit more. Right. And what they end up going into is Limbo. So now they're complete outside of the X-Men world while still being inside the X-Men world, but mm-hmm. not having to deal with any of that shit. And you have yourself a movie with those guys in it. Yeah. And then, and then you can bring in, like, the Soul Sword, like, where she gets that, because she's in limbo and all that kind of stuff. And maybe she's not the one's keeping the portal open. Maybe Belasco has her, and he's, he's, he's the one that's forcing her to keep the portal open because he wants to send shit from limbo out into it, or does, the people coming in, whatever. Does the whole Lockheed just being a puppet in the real world thing, is that in the comics? Or no. It, so that's just some shit they made up for the movie. Yeah. Lockheed was a dragon that found Kitty. And so, yeah. The yeah. X Men went into space, um, for uh they they went into outer space and it was it for Lalandra and Xavier's wedding and I'm trying to think because but they 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 ended up like getting kidnapped by the brood and they were like like uh hypnotized or or like kind of brain fucked and they were they saw there was this queen they were all going to see, and the queen was giving them a gift. And they thought it was this, this queen, but it was actually the brood queen who was implanting them with the with the um her 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 eggs. Mm-hmm. And so then they didn't really know what was going on, and then they realized something bad was was happening. And uh and uh, then the eggs started to hatch, and the one that started to hatch was Wolverine, but his uh his healing factor farted off. It was really cool because his body had this whole like um he had this like square um. Uh, like texture to it, because it, it was taking on the texture of like the uh, like the brood, so it had almost like a reptilian kind of like square texture to it. Yeah. And after he fought it off, and uh, and then he realized what was going on. He remembered back to like, wait a minute, I remember when we were going up there to get the gift from the queen, and like my senses told me like something wasn't right here, yeah. and and he kind of saw what was really going on. Um, and uh, but by that time it was too late. So then he realized that. The brood were going to had uh, had been impregnated all of them. They were all going to turn into broods, and the reason they were doing that is because the brood um, they don't really have any powers. But if they impregnate someone that does have an ability, when the thing trans the egg hatches time and transforms into them, mm-hmm. they're going to have those abilities. Yeah. So that's what they wanted. Plus, one of the coolest things, also one of like the the saddest things in there, is the brood fly around these giant spaceship called the Akanti. But the Akanti are these huge space whales. They're living creatures mm-hmm. and they've taken them over and turned them into these these flying cities <laughs> that they make do it like what they do but they they basically like feed off them like a parasite until the creature just is so weak it dies uh-huh and then they move on to another one and it's kind of badass they also find out that Carol Danvers, I forget how, but she had been kidnapped by the by the brute, and they were doing t- experiments on her because even though she didn't have her powers anymore thanks to Rogue, there was still something of the power within her from Captain Marvel, and they were doing experiments on her, and that's how they end up activating that, reactivating it, and turned her into binary. Right, right. Wolverine knows that there's no way of taking the brute egg out of him because it's not like a real like a real egg type thing. And that the X-Men are all going to turn into these things. So he goes to each of the X-Men. He's like, okay, look, this is what happened. And, uh, and like, we've got to stop all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he's, but I don't remember if he tells them, I don't think he does, that is like, um, that there's, there's no way of curing them. Right. And so, uh, and that once he gets to a certain point, he's going to have to kill them. Right. 
Storm ends up getting rid of hers because she's fighting and, and she hits something like a blast of lightning. And I think somehow the lightning comes back on her and it ends up frying her, but it also kills the thing inside of her. And it's a really cool, it's a double-sized issue where like they're fighting these bugs that are on this ship that aren't that aren't related to the brood, all just these these bugs. Mm-hmm. And uh Cyclops, he's like he looks over Cyclops, he's like, something's wrong. He's like he he's like he's like shooting blindly, he's suing him wildly, he's missing, and is and Wolverine like tackles him and he rips off Cyclops' visor. When he does, he sees that he doesn't have human eyes anymore, like, he already started to change, and he had brood eyes, so where <laughs> his eyes weren't like looking straight ahead, they yeah. were kind of looking off angles, and that's why he was like all off when he was shooting. <laughs> and he and Wolverine was basically gonna have to kill all of them. Wow. Kitty went running off during the fight and she ended up stumbling into this area because there's a brood chasing her. She ended up stumbling into this area and it was nothing but like bones of brood and like cracked open brood eggs and stuff. Yeah. And there was Lockheed and he fried a couple of them and then he helped her and that's how she got Lockheed. Cool. And then Carol Dampf turned into binary and they did a little stuff with like an Akanti that gave birth to like this, like a, a new one and I forget exactly what it was, but then they somehow used all of that to cure the X-Men because Wolverine was about to kill them all because he was like I can't have you guys suffer this thing because they started turning right, it's a right. badass cover that's done by um uh Paul Smith Ooh. of uh, of Storm turning into one yeah have you seen that one that, that um, orange red cover that, that where she's sounds, turning that sounds really familiar uh, I'm sure I've seen it it's beautiful so anyway um that's where all that came from and then they go back to Earth after that and when they come back to Earth which I, we've told the story on on, uh, on ICG they come back to Earth, and the next issue had that double-page spread of the X-Men busting into the Xavier Mansion, yep. like from both sides, and the New Mutants were there yep, because the- because they didn't know that you know they didn't know that there were any New Mutants, and then they fought, and then Xavier turned into one because that was the, the whole thing was like he had already been taken over by the Brood, right, and right. he sent them into space on purpose because he'd been taken over and stuff, and and then he changed, and they were and uh, Ilyana got him, not Ilyana, um, Lilandra, excuse me, Lilandra got him. And uh, and they were gonna make him a new clone body and transfer his his mind over to that new body, and that's why he could walk again after that. Hmm. Um, but he had to, because he hadn't walked in so long, he had to retrain himself how to actually move his legs. Yeah. And so, but anyway, and then of course, blah 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 blah. You skip ahead like ten issues or so. You got the uh, the marriage of Wolverine and Mariko that then didn't go through, but that's when Rogue joined the team. And then you got the issue uh, 171, uh, drawn by Walt Simonson. It was beautiful. Two beautiful, like, uh, splash pages in that. <laughs> and that's when Binary comes down to say hi to the X-Men and Rogue's there and she beats the shadow Rogue. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awesome. So, yeah. So, so Lockheed is not a part of Ilyana at all. Yeah. So, to put him in there and just completely dismiss everything with that. It's just so fucking... You've really just completely rewritten that character where she's nothing like her true character. Yeah. Nothing like it at all. So so all that to say, like, everything you just described there sounds like really, really good stories. And this wasn't. And... This it, movie wasn't at all. And Roberto doesn't have... Like, he has... When he when his powers kick in, he gets all black and with the Kirby crackle and stuff. He's strong. He's not really invulnerable. He's just super strong. He doesn't have any kind of fire powers. But later on, they they kind of had this thing where he can like do like like uh, like black uh, like uh, black solar energy kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't heat, and he didn't fry his girlfriend. His girlfriend was killed by these people that are by the uh, Hellfire Club. And they were trying to kill him because he was fighting back, and she got in the way uh, trying to protect him, and they gunned her down. 
That's, that's how she died. That's what I was going to ask, is if this whole thing with him, like, flaming on when he gets horny, if that's an actual thing. No. So, yeah. That's, so. Just, that's, just, that's, that's one of those things they tell you, like, you know, oh, you know, if you get too horny, your body temperature rises, and then, you know, <laughs> you might you might burst into flames. You spontaneously and, combust. Yeah, and, and you know, and the, I know you're probably thinking, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just take care of the problem myself. But no, then you might go blind or get hair on your palms. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, whatever, yo. You know, if I could die mid-masturbation by spontaneously combusting, I think that'd be an okay way to go. Um, I think, I think I, I think I could, you know... I, I think I could accept that fate. Really, you'd be all right with that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't. I don't think there'd be any problem with it. I mean, um, imagine you get to do one really sick firewalk before you die. That that would be awesome. Yeah. You know what though? I would probably do something stupid just because I'd be like that and probably do it in like a uh, in like a like a porno booth. <laughs> it's like, man, if cameras were on me, this would look so cool. Oh. Knowing me, I would I would just get so like you know, like just insecure, and, and then I just I wouldn't be able to get it up. <laughs> so yeah, so this movie was 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 hot hot shit, yeah, um, but not in a good way. It I was mean, a steaming pile of of bad, not, and I feel sorry for all the people involved. In it. Yeah, yeah, like not even the characters who are supposed to be likable are really all that likable. Yeah, I mean, like I I thought I thought that Danny and Rain were a cute couple. Maybe that's just because I kind of got a thing for lesbians. I don't know. <laughs> like I, th- I thought that they had a cute dynamic, but that's that's about it. Yeah, but but like Campbell should have been really likable. Why was that even necessary? It wasn't. It was it was shoehorned in, and, and it didn't. I mean, it was forced, and it didn't really go anywhere. It, it was, was it was out of character. Yes, like, neither of these characters were written to be that, and it was pandering. I I get all that. I just like to see girls kiss. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's so, always cool in the gang. So, I mean, it's it's not like I'm saying, oh, this is good writing, this right. is good representation. I'm just saying I like it because it makes me horny. No, that's no, it. No, I completely understand that. I mean, <laughs> I, I think with me, me though, I I don't want to see the two of them kiss just because, like, it's that's that's and like I, you know, I want to see the representations. Um, that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, like they they could have actually done like good representation, right? They could have, you know, actually done, like, solid writing that positively reflects on the LGBT community, but, you know, instead, we'll just have to settle for cute girls kissing. Yeah, instead, all we get is, me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> so here's that, that picture of Storm turning yeah. into a brood. Yeah, I have seen that. That That's is a so tight beautiful. cover. It's and really, really nice. And the one before it with the Wolverine where he falled off the... um. Uh, Oh, the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that, that website can be a little bit tough to navigate. Yeah. I will say that, like, I'm not even a fan of how their relationship was written, because not only is it everything that we've just described it as, but, like, it's just trauma bonding. It's just everybody else is mean to me, but you've been nice to me. Like, that, that's a terrible reason to become the significant other of somebody. Right. It's like, well, everybody else at my job is a real prick, but you bought me a coffee that one time, so I think I want to marry you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hell, they even talk about that in the first Speed movie. It's like, you know, relationships that start because of this, you know, don't last. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just like shitty writing. Like you, you could have actually let it develop naturally and let it be a thing where it's not shoehorned in. Well, I can't do that if I'm if the whole movie is going to take place in the span of like four days. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it should have been over a longer period of time. And it should have been more gradual. 
It should have been a lot more gradual, not just, oh, this chick shows up, now everybody's having nightmares and the worst fears are coming true. Right. It should have been this gradual thing of like, oh, you've been here a couple months, suddenly everybody starts having a couple of nightmares, suddenly things start getting a little bit, like, increasingly sinister, and then you can actually let Danny and Rain develop a real relationship if you feel like they truly have to be gay. Right. You could actually do, like, good writing and bring in, like, a real gay, like, you know, maybe maybe somebody like Wallace or something. Yeah. Could do that, but whatever. I mean, like, it, at least it wouldn't be this rushed relationship of, oh, everybody's mean. You're the only person nice to me. I love you. You got so me, bitch. Dumb. You know me. <laughs> Who told you, Wallace? Wallace. <laughs> Damn, I, I know. It's so pathetic. <laughs> She's such a bad sister. <laughs> That's why you like her, too. Oh, man. <laughs> Anna Kendrick, man. But I mean, I could continue to trash this movie like all day and night. But I mean, I, I've already I've already said enough to just really drive the point home that it's like it's it's not good. Yeah, There's nothing yeah. about this that's good, and it could have been better. And and nothing about this makes sense at all. And again, if you got this going on, and you know that the X Men are out there, where is Cerebro that's saying, "Hey, why are these five mutants? I'm sorry, six mutants because the woman's a mutant too." Yeah. Why are they congregated here? Because whenever the mutant powers would go off, especially Danny's so with that fucking psionic level going mm-hmm. off the charts, that'd be making Cerebro ring like a damn Tex Avery cartoon. Yeah. And he should be like, hey, what's going on here? Let me send my X-Men to investigate. Yeah, yeah. So either, either like, the movie's stupid, or Xavier doesn't give a shit, or both A and B. Yeah, I'm going to go with A and B. I'm going to go with A and B. Because we do know that Xavier, Percy Xavier, is not always a good guy. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, the movie's just horrible. It's, it's it, just bad. It, it was. It was. It could have been better. It would not have been hard to have made this work. Yeah. I think. And I don't even understand what the point was of bringing in Lockheed at all. They should have dropped Lockheed. I like Lockheed, but they should have dropped him from this. He doesn't belong here. Yeah. And they, like, they could have resolved so much shit just by making it a slower burn. Show some time passing. Show the characters developing some kind of relationship. That would help. Show, show the threat. Gradually start manifesting. Don't just make it this fucking... This fucking It Chapter 2 thing where like... Oh, the threat's here. Everybody suddenly just starts full bore hallucinating. That's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, all, all you needed to do was just give this a little bit more time. And not necessarily screen time. You could fit all this into an hour and a half. Yeah. Easily. But just say, you know... Oh, hey, you've been here for a couple weeks... There you go. One line of dialogue and you've established time passing. You show a little bit more. You don't need this stupid breakfast club scene. Just, like, show the characters doing things that establishes a relationship. Show them having a hobby. Show them having common interests so that they become friends. It's not that fucking hard. Yeah, and, yeah, it, yeah, it, it just... Oh, yeah, it was bad. You know, and what I would have done with mine is after everything was... After all was said and done, in the end, I would have dropped... Um, like I would have dropped Warlock, like like crashed in onto the planet, yeah. and and then them encountering Warlock, and because uh, then the next uh, the next uh, movie I would take them into space. Yeah, very nice. Um, because, again, to get them away from the X Men, while still being in the X Men universe, but get them away from the X Men, mm-hmm. and uh, and that way they can kind of be their own thing. And uh, but I mean, honestly, what, at, once this movie came, actually before this movie even came out. This movie did not have a purpose. And I think that's mm-hmm. why, well, that's why the reason why it took so long for the movie to even drop in, you know, in theaters and on HBO Max is because it didn't have a purpose. Yeah. Once this, why, when this movie was 
ready to come out, the Fox uh, Disney deal was where it was. Mm-hmm. And they already knew that the X-Men franchise was dead. It was going to be rebooted uh, eventually through Disney. So this movie was completely pointless. Yep. yep. So I think at that point, nobody gave a shit. You're not going to be seeing like the Josh Boone cut of this movie where like, <laughs> here's all the stuff that, you know... And it's like no, uh, like, I think it, there is. I think this is the Josh Boone cut. I think it is too. Um, like the the studio probably wanted to edit it down to like forty minutes, and he was like, "No, I need the full hour and a half." Now I don't know. And I'm sorry. That's gonna be the last thing I'm gonna say. I know this is dragging on forever. Oh, we're, this is gonna have to be a separate episode. We've been talking about it for an hour. Okay, <laughs> um, which is fine. This is this is our episode. You shouldn't watch the New Mutants. Yes, <laughs> and New Mutants less watching, and you shouldn't watch the New Mutants. Um, the uh, uh, see, I don't know Josh Josh Boone. I don't know anything about him or, or like movies he's done or anything else. Well, but I know he's a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? No, um, but he looking at uh, looking at him on IMDb. Um, he apparently wrote the New Mutants and um, wrote the the Stan miniseries, the one that came on the Paramount that I really oh, yeah. wanted to see because I liked the original one. And uh, you know how I feel about Stephen King, but I mm-hmm. like the original Stan miniseries. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see the new one, but uh, J.O. Boyer told me it wasn't really that good. It was kind of... He said it was okay, and he said that... that uh, he said it just wasn't that great. But um, as far as directing goes, he directed two episodes of the Stan miniseries. He directed the movie The Fault in Our Stars and the movie Stuck in Love. Uh, and then... Um, I've never even heard of Stuck in Love. Uh, but he was the writer director of that, and that came out in 2012. Hmm. Um, he was the uh, the director of The Fault in Our Stars, and um, and then The New Mutant. So he like I thought I heard that The Fault in Our Stars was pretty good, but I don't know. I I don't give a shit about that. You know, some some terminal girl meets a terminal guy, and they're both teenagers. And they fall in love, knowing their love isn't going to last because they're both terminal. Like okay. Yeah, I, that that's not the kind of stuff that I watch that that interests me at all because like I don't give a sh- I mean, I'm not some 14 year old girl that's you know that's <laughs> in some some kind of like idealized romanticized idea of what love is you know and you know and yeah no that's that's not that's not me but but I, like this movie I think he directed like he would have directed one of those other ones mm-hmm. he directed it like it was you know some. Some teenage or like, like woman, uh, female, uh, focused, like romance thing, like it, mm-hmm. you know, and because because everybody, all the characters are all tropes, yeah, and and you don't really have any true backstory on any of them. Like if if the if we've talked about this with with um, like Tombstone, if the dialogue. If the movie is set up right and the dialogue is sh- is sharp enough, you can fill an entire character's entire backstory with a couple of lines of dialogue from them, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and their interaction with somebody else, like Doc Holliday, for example. Yeah, but if it's or, or not like any of the characters in Tarantino, Tarantino's a fucking master. Yes. at doing that. So just like you can learn so much about a character in a single line of dialogue. Yep. And, like, what I always fall back on is True Romance, where he's like, oh, you know, just just go get any kind of import beer. I don't want to tell you a specific one, because different places have different things. Mm-hmm. And, like, that that tells us so much about his personality. It tells us about something that he likes. It also tells us that he's super easygoing and not really particularly picky about it. Right. 
and that you know he's trying to like be accommodating to like I know I'm I know I'm putting you out by asking you to do this, so I'm not gonna like that, that, I'm not gonna be insistent here. That entire interaction with his father, which takes all, all of like what five ten minutes, mm-hmm. when he's he's like Clarence, he's like I haven't seen you. For years, you come in here, you bulldoze, it's like, you know, like, it's like, it's like, you're just like your mother through it. It's like, slow it down, man. And then he's, 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 you know, he's like, you didn't think about this. He's like, look, that whole time that, that, did you, like, you were drunk and everything. It's like, everybody turned, else turned their backs on you, but I didn't. He's like, everybody's like, he goes, I, he goes, I wouldn't ask you for something if I didn't need it. I'm a pretty self-reliant guy, you know, if I don't need something that didn't, he goes, I've never asked you for a thing. It's like, the one time I asked you for something, he's mm-hmm. like, I mean, that whole, that bit of dialogue, that 10 minutes encompasses their entire relationship. Yeah. You learn years of context. From just a few lines of dialogue versus this shit where it's like through an entire fucking lie detector scene, we learn that Ilya's a murderer and Berto's a virgin. But I don't know why she's a murderer. Yeah. And we don't know. I mean, we fi- we finally learn why Berto's a virgin. But like, yeah, I mean, like we didn't learn anything about the why of what motivates her character. We just learned what she did. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's sloppy writing. And I'm not saying that it's easy to write the way Tarantino does. No, not I'm at all. I'm just saying put some fucking effort into it. Yeah, have somebody read it when you're done. Be like, yeah, does that make sense? No. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, Roberto, richest, one of the richest families in Brazil. You're trying to tell me that he didn't get any pussy until his one true love girlfriend when he's 18? <laughs> Ninja, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't know what you're trying to sell here, but I ain't buying. Hell no. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, uh, 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 I'm not saying they could have knocked it out of the park and, and written a Tarantino thing here. It's just like, it's it's not that hard. I don't consider myself a, a great writer here. But, like, I was able to figure out a couple of things they could have done. Yeah. And it didn't take me a lot of effort here. <laughs> like, there, there's a YouTuber. He does, like, all kinds of shit, gaming and stuff, uh, a dry bread. But one of the things he does is he reads creepypastas and fan fictions that people send him. And his golden rule is proofread it and send to friends. Mm-hmm. Like, before you send it to me, take the time to make sure that you've got decent grammar and punctuation and make sure that you've had an outsider read it so that it makes sense. Because otherwise I'm going to tear it apart. Right. And so it's like, obviously, whoever wrote this fucking screenplay did not proofread and send to friends. Yeah. Because it would have been really easy to say, you know, hey, does this feel heavy-handed? Does this feel like I'm just shoehorning shit in? Do, do, the, do the characters actually feel like living, breathing people who have something motivating them? Nope. <laughs> you know, it's... I was gonna. I was gonna bring up that the, the the shower scene, mm-hmm. when Danny goes in there and uh, what was Ilyana was finishing up and she was leaving. Yeah. I was there anything that said they all had to take a shower at the same time or around the same time? Like you know, if you normally if if you were in like a facility, it's like okay, we want you to be on a very strict regimen. Like you're gonna do this at this time, this at this time, this at this time. This didn't feel like that. They kind of seemed like they did whatever they wanted to whenever yeah, they wanted cause, to. Because Ilya wasn't in there. Right. So. Well, no, she wasn't she leaving. When, oh, yeah, because yeah, she, she did shoulder the, shoulder, the stupid shoulder check. Right, so... I, I don't know about women, um, but I'm going to assume that women are very much the same as guys, which, like, you know, you don't always feel secure, like, just displaying your body just out in the open for anybody. <laughs> Speak for yourself. And, you know, to where, like, okay, here, here's a big open shower. Yeah, I'm going to feel comfortable just walking in the air, getting nude next to somebody I don't freaking know. And if I'm gay, and here's someone that I think I might have a bit of an interest in, right? That would be miserable. Right. I'm going to just all of a sudden walk up and take the shower right next to them. It's like, hey, baby. You, yeah. You like what you see? I, sorry, I was going to say something really, really crass just then, but I'm not going to. Um, 
but I'm like, no, I, I don't see it being that damn easy. If you've never had to do that before, and now you have to, and you just automatically accept it? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, it was just there to create sexual tension, and it was sloppily done. Hmm. So, yeah, so we've been bitching about this movie for probably close to an hour now. I, I, I'm gonna say it's like an hour. So and 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 if it was that important to show that that interaction, then why didn't your why wasn't your interaction why did you have a similar interaction between like Roberto and Sam? I think they I think they did better with the Roberto and Sam thing because the whole thing with her. Seducing- no, I'm, talking, I'm, talking, I'm talking in the shower. Like why don't you have why don't you have a similar thing with the two of them? Roberto being a kind of a jockey guy and everything, just like we were talking about him being modest at the end, he would not have been modest. He would not. Yeah, with a yeah. physique like that and being a rich boy, no, he would not. He would want to flaunt that and especially because for Sam, who's a who's a scrawny, gawky little Kentuckian, yeah. he definitely would have wanted to show off in front of him to be like, look how much more superior I am than you. Right, yeah. Cause I mean shit, the traps alone yeah. on that man. <laughs> Are worth just like yeah, check, check this out. Sun's out, guns out. He, he definitely wouldn't have done the whole plaster in front yeah. of the dick thing. And when the doctor pushed them into the pool, and that much water was evaporated, the steam from that would have had them drenched. Mm-hmm. Their clothes would have been just soaked. Uh, yeah, because he like drained half the fucking pool. Yeah, it's just it's all stupid. It's all stupid, stupid, stupid. It's so stupid. But I mean, like. I wouldn't have done the plaster thing, and I'm a fat, marshmallowy, pasty white man. So, like, there's, there's just no way. Like, n- none of it was believable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, I've got body issues, um, but I wouldn't have done it either. Well, if I had his power, I wouldn't have done it because, like, shit, I can do this. It's like, hey, I may look like a doughboy, but can you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll activate my powers and helicopter dick out of here, man. <laughs> Try and stop me. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's it it really is. It's bad on so many levels, and I have to think that when they got around to filming, because they had already committed themselves to it and and all that stuff, and and the the Disney Fox deal was you know it hadn't, it hadn't gone through it, but the talks were going on. I think they were just like, we don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit, which would be very similar to the rest of the X Men franchise. <laughs> we don't give a shit, and knowing then that. That it was going to fall under the Disney um, umbrella and that they weren't going to get dime one from it and everything. And they were like, we don't give a shit. Like, we yeah. don't care what the product looks like. because it, It's it, like you're invalidating the entire franchise anyway because it's no longer canon. Right. And I'm not going to get any money from, you know, from the box office it's like uh, sales off of this because it doesn't belong to us anymore. So, again, I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't. And as far as far as they go, they're like, look, they don't give like Disney doesn't give a shit either. They want the characters. They don't want the movie. Right. So they don't care whether this movie is good, bad, or in between. Yeah, like they're not doing anything with it. Yeah. It's I, like, and I get that, and I hate that for the creators. As creators, it's like that's sad, but like I want to care about these characters. When I read the X-Men comics, and I didn't read as I, I've never I haven't read nearly as many issues as you have. Like, I, I got the essential X-Men. I started on the Claremont run and got, like, 25 issues in. It's such, like, a, I, such a good run. Beautiful. It's a beautiful run. And I cared about those characters. And I was invested in those characters. Like, I want to care about and be invested in these characters. And I, I'm just not not. <laughs> no. Not <laughs> I, I mean, MCU, absolutely. I care very much about those characters. Very, very much. Mm-hmm. And, like, with this, it's They like, have life. Those characters have life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. They, they feel so real. And it, part of that is just, like, brilliant casting. And really, like, 
as far as brilliant casting, I mean, I think Hugh Jackman is just, like, the perfect Wolverine. There's just never going to be somebody as good as him for Wolverine. And I feel like he has life as a character, but then, like, they went and killed him, so... <laughs> it's like, no. Well, I mean, yeah, well... But, but he, he wasn't going to make it over to the MCU anyway. Oh, hell no, hell no. I mean, he couldn't. But, like, yeah, I mean, just, you know, the, their casting decisions, Chris Evans just seems, from all the interviews and stuff I've seen, he just seems like a real-life Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. And same thing with RDJ. He just, he's Tony Stark. Yep. There, there's no disputing. He's just literally Tony Stark. And it's 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 really cool to see, and you just, you don't get that with this stuff. Yeah, you, you, you don't. It's, it's they, they're, it's like you said, there's no true investment in the characters at all. Yep, yep. And I think just trying to make them look like scree- like comic book accurate is not enough. And Hell no. and Wolfsbane again, the wolf was not the right color of wolf. <laughs> uh, even though they showed her when she was transforming that she was red, like had red hair or like you know the a nice brownish red. But then when she wolfed out, she was a completely different color. Like yep. that kind of inconsistency is is fucking stupid. Plus, it's just you, lazy. Yeah, and if you look at the comic books, if you read the comic books, she is never. Like if, like she's hardly ever like even full wolf. She's normally the in between. There's even a fucking issue of a uh, of New Mutants where they address that when she's talking to Cat's Eye, who is a shape changer that's a part of the the uh, the Hellions team, mm-hmm. and um and she's like you know and Cat's Eye is like you know why do you why do you do that that. I was like, don't you like being a cat more than... She's like, no. She's like, I love being a cat. But she was more cat than than Wolfsbane was. But she was normally in her in-between phase. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like either you don't want to do that because... I, I don't know what the fuck. Or like the, the it was going to cost too much. Like, who knows what. But like just giving her claws and making her look like a wolf man, that's not doing it. Yeah, it's and, not doing it. And it's not comic book accurate. I don't know. We should land this plane. We <laughs> we keep saying that we're going to stop and then we keep going. I'm not landing this plane. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to fly <laughs> this plane until it runs out of gas and just drops in the fucking sky like a stone. All right. I'm done. My name's Turk182. I'm a Comey. Thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm glad we got a you shouldn't watch out of this. Yeah. Um, and I was I actually was, was thinking that, you know, coming into something like this, that I, it was going to be really hard to kind of make fun of and, and follow the plot. Um, but no, no not at all. I, I, I think like the big popular blockbuster movies are kind of easier for us to, to rip on, honestly. Because, because they have more resources yeah. to make things better and they choose not to. Yeah. And like all the, all the stuff that we make fun of is like, it's like it's kind of inadvertently bad, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, th- I think a lot of like the shitty movies we watch, it's like they come into it knowing, yeah, we we got a we got a budget of thirteen hundred dollars, right? We spent that on a gun, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So so like even though they're trying to take those movies seriously, and you know we're we don't watch like the shitty parody movies, they, there's still like this inherent knowledge of like no matter how much we believe in this project, it's not going to be good. Whereas something like our Let's Watch of uh, Endgame or something, it's like they, they put a lot into that. And we still just like rip the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel like we've got easier shit to springboard off of when we do this kind of stuff. So I, I'd, I'd kind of like to do slightly more modern stuff every once in a while. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool so, with me, man. Yeah. Anyway, mm. yeah. I've, so I've been a Comey. <laughs> yeah. And um, so uh, this was uh, New Mutants, man. This, um, this was New Mutants. Dear you know, God. Yeah. <laughs> Just dear God.
Yeah. So, um, shit. It, it, it was just New Mutants, man. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just two, two brothers. It's, it's just New Mutants. It's, it's just New Mutants. It's not, it's not even New Mutants. The New Mutants. Yeah. Uh, so yes, the New Mutants. Okay. All right. Bye, All right. bye everyone. Bye. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.